Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. We're so happy that you've joined us this morning and that we get to be with you. Uh, I am one of your hosts this morning. I'm Brad Gray, and I'm joined by Janine Ditson, and it's just a great morning to be together again, it is, Brad. Absolutely. Happy would, Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. It's a great one. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. It sure is. I have a dozen roses on my table for my father-in-law. God oh, bless him. Beautiful. Yeah, my husband said, "How am I going to keep up with that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a stressful day for husbands. Honestly, we we're often scrambling and trying to think of okay, what do we need to do here? So. Oh no, not at all. It's uh, it's a beautiful uh, feast day to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, the life of St. Valentine's mm-hmm. is just a, an incredible story. Yes, absolutely. Well, as we get started this morning, let's, uh, let's bring ourselves into the presence of the Lord or acknowledge His presence. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, You are the giver of all good gifts, and especially You call us into the treasure of Your love. We thank You that You shower Your love down upon us and that You plant it within our hearts. We ask that you send your Holy Spirit upon us this day um, to lead us to live out this love more and more perfectly in imitation of your Son, Jesus, through his power and his grace. We ask that we may be beacons of joy and light and hope to a world that desperately needs the truth of your love and the power of your presence. We pray this now in the words that your son Jesus taught us as we pray, Hail our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. It's great to start off with a gaff right out the gates there, so I like it. No, no. We keep it real here around here. That's right. That's right. We we are real here. Yes. So, in addition to keeping it real, what else have we got going on today, Eli? Alrighty, thanks, Brad. Here's what's coming up on this morning's Real Presence Live. He's being honored for providing unselfish and compassionate medical care to all walks of life. You'll want to tune in right away this morning as we visit with Dr. Lucho Espeo, this year's Caritas Award recipient, about his passion for helping those in need. And we are all broken and in need of healing. How can we open ourselves up to the grace and love of God to receive this healing? Patty Armstrong will provide a preview of an upcoming event for women that will focus on this very question. And does your child need an opportunity to go deeper into their faith and retreat from the craziness of life? Kevin Lossleyman of the Diocese of New Ulm will share details and a special youth retreat designed to meet those needs. All that and a whole lot more coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Right back to you. Awesome. Thanks, Eli. Well, it is it is a great day. It's a beautiful day of celebration of love. Um, you know, there are also... Um, tragedies that happen and, and yeah. unfortunately I'm going to have to duck out early today uh, to go and um, support a, a co-worker and a good friend who lost her husband recently and his funeral is today so it's an especially a tough uh, time for mm-hmm. him so we want to also keep in mind those who uh, this is a day that that's difficult for them as well right that this can be a can be a struggle 
So um, we planted all of that in the presence of the Lord, and we're excited to be to be here and to be celebrating our Catholic faith this morning and and to move forward knowing that He's always with us at every moment, right? Well, and that's so true. And who is our greatest Valentine? Of course, it's God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our relationship with our Lord, and whether it be in our joys or in our brokenness, mm-hmm. you know, He is the ultimate Valentine, and our relationship with Him is something that we need to constantly be nurturing because you just never know. You know, right. when when you need him when you're up, but uh, definitely when you're at the foot of the cross is uh, when you need him most. And you know, one of the beautiful things about this life and about our interrelation, um, as we talk about how we're a family, Real Presence Radio is a, uh, your family for faith, hope, um, that we, we understand that God really manifests himself by people around us, right? He plants, in many ways, um, he, he plants um, people in our lives to show forth his closeness to us. And I think our first guest is a great example of that. We have Dr. Lucho Espejo, uh, who is going to be honored by Catholic, Chari- uh, Catholic Charities of North Dakota with a Caritas uh, Award this morning. Oh, well, now he's being award- honored this morning, but he's with us this morning. Good morning to you, Dr. Espejo. Good morning. Thank you for being with us. We're so happy that you're here. Thank you for the invitation, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do, Dr. Espejo? Yeah. um, Well, my name is Lucho Espejo, but actually my first name is Napoleon Espejo. Is that right? Yeah. My nickname is Lucho in honor of my father. Oh, Oh. nice. I lost my father when I was a year and a half old. Oh, wow. And... My family started calling me Lucho since I was a year and a half old. Ah. So, and very few people knows me as a Napoleon, huh. which is my real name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that doesn't strike me as a, a, a customary Hispanic name. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, it's a patriarchal family. So, it's, oh. our grandfather was Napoleon. So, huh. each branch of the family, the first son has to be a Napoleon. So Is that right? I'm the first son. So. Wow. <laughs> Great. Well, that's yeah. a neat tradition for sure. Yes. Well, tell us about what you do. You're, okay. yeah. Well, no, um, I, I was born in Peru, in hmm. Chimbote, Peru. Um, about 27 years ago, I came to North Dakota to, to study. So, hmm. I became a physician after trying to be in the seminary for a year. Oh. And then I came to the U.S. to study, to, to do a postdoctoral studies. So I did my residency at UND. So initially, I came to North Dakota only for um, six months to learn yeah. English and never left. <laughs> it happens to a lot yeah, of us. <laughs> so what, what I, I, I do really two things, big things that I do in my life right now. You know? um, I, I work for Family Health Care, which mm-hmm. is a community clinic in, in Fargo. It's a, uh, we provide care for the uh, underserved populations mm-hmm. and uninsured people and we, we see people with insurance too so we provide primary care services there so I was the director for 20 years wow. about six months ago I resigned mm-hmm. so I'm transitioning okay. into pre-retirement well congratulations yeah, yeah. So, and then hoping to get back to my home country oh. to serve there oh, wow that's wonderful and, yeah. and the second thing that I do I work um, for Friends of Chimbote I'm part of the board I've been there for 15 years mm. so I do mission work um, to my home in my hometown yeah. so awesome yeah that's is the two things that we do so yeah. how how often do you go back is it just annually or um, every handful of months or or what is your I, schedule like i go every two to three 
two, three times a year. Okay. So we have a big meetings in October with the board. And then as needed. So I'm the president of the board now, so I had to go frequently. <laughs> sure. And my mom is still alive, so it's an oh, opportunity wonderful. to see family. Awesome. To see my old friend from the youth group. Yeah. So, no, we still cool. see each other after all this many really? years separated. Yeah. Oh, that's still wonderful. Same parish. So huh. it's pretty nice. That's very yeah. cool. So where did you develop your passion for helping those in need? Where did that come from? Well, two main things, you know, the exposure to poverty, you know, and mm. the toxic to observe the toxic effects of mm. poverty, violence, family distress, um, so addiction, mental health disorder. You know, I've been exposed most of my life to that. Mm. You know, and I, Peru was a very violent country in the 80s. So, and the other motivation is missionaries. You know, sure. I was exposed to missionaries that dedicated life to the poor, and I found that uh, joyful, <laughs> even. Yeah. In the midst of suffering, you, know, you can have a very joyful life. <laughs> so, and those were my two inspirations. You know, I, I pretty sure God touched my heart very early in life because mm. I remember since I was 13, 14, I started doing this. And I just, I think um, the ex- exposure to the church, to the teachings of the church, helped me to give direction to this emotion, to these feelings that I had to serve. Um, and to see transcendence in things that we do on a daily basis. Mm. Well, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, now this has to be especially rewarding for you, being able to go back and minister in your hometown and, and to be able to respond to you know, some of the struggles of poverty that mm-hmm. you, you grew up around. Exactly. Uh, what is it, what's it like for you to be involved in this? You know, when I go back to Chimbote, it's still like home. No, it, mm-hmm. I, it just... Mm-hmm. There is part of me that I don't want to be the president of the board. I don't. I'm not serving you type of thing. Mm-hmm. I want to relate to my friends horizontally. Mm-hmm. We are friends first. Mm-hmm. We are right. brothers and sisters. But of course, I have responsibilities and uh, to fulfill. You know, to see patients, to think fundraising, everything at the mission needs. Sure. So, and that sometimes creates some barriers mm. to have a kind of real relationship with my friends. Because when your friends are in high needs, Mm -hmm. you don't want to be the only provider for the needs. Mm -hmm. Because you want to be a friend. Mm, Like a family. Right. So, but it's rewarding to see the changes, you know. It's kind of interesting how working in poverty or in in poor places, our job is to eradicate poverty, right? That's just Mm -hmm. caritas death. That's the charity's death. Catholic charity's death. So, and sometimes you see all the change and then you had to move. You had to walk, walk away from your initial neighborhood to the next neighborhood because poverty grows in, in the peripheries of cities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we are working in other areas, not my own parish anymore. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, so what, are, what are some of the changes that you've seen over the years? Well, you know, initially, over the years, we work in survival. Mm. Interventions, no. feed the hungry, clothe the naked, no, shelter the homeless. Mm-hmm. That was big thing thirty years ago. Um, as the world has changed, you no, know, for the poor to have access to to work, they need to be educated. Mm-hmm. So we've been focusing mostly on education. So if the children do not finish school, high school, mm-hmm. the likelihood to get a good job is close to zero. Really? Yeah. yeah. Even in poor countries, no, 
you have to have technology skills. It's amazing. Mm. You have to learn computers. You have to to have some form of career to make it. Mm. So we have been moving more into, from survival interventions into education, job opportunities, for example, for women. Mm-hmm. You know, educate women, empower women. Seventy five percent of our uh, beneficiaries are women. Most of them single women. Is that right? Yeah. So if we empower them, if they have an income, they can feed their kids. If it, they get education, that they can have a better income. Right. So right. that's the changes that we've seen over 30 years. Mm. You know, 30 years cool. ago was people on the streets, hungry, you know, homeless. You know, yeah. it's less now. Wow. So how rewarding. It, yeah. it is so important because there is, um, as far as with hunger and poverty, you know, it has kind of turned, the numbers have kind of turned on their heads a little bit, but mm-hmm. that education at component is so huge to mm-hmm. help elevate and keep out of poverty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One of our, my inspiration was Sister Peggy, you know, from yes. the presentation sister, and she is teacher. Mm. And that was her focus, education, education, education. Mm-hmm. So, and you can see the changes. You know, right. oh. feeding is not enough. You have to educate it. Right. You have to, or well, we sponsor um, elementary schools. We do provide scholarships to kids to go to college, kids from the poor barrios to go mm. and get educated. Awesome. Because one, the child is professional. They can help the family. Right. We still have yeah. those Latino, you know, culture roots that hey, you don't leave your home until you are married, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but while you are home, you have to provide now for your parents and for your grandparents. Awesome. So that's our hope. It's working. Cool. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, if you're just tuning in right now, uh, this is Real Presence Live, and we are speaking with Dr. Lucho Espejo. And uh, Dr. Espejo is being honored by North Dakota, Catholic Charities of North Dakota, with this year's Caritas Award. So, Dr. Espejo, uh, tell us a little bit about this. What does this award mean to you? Well, this is almost, I don't know, it's it's, it's like a full circle, I would say. When I finished medical school in Peru, my first job was with the Catholic Charities hmm. of the Diocese of Chimbote. So there was a big crisis, uh, and, and um, I was sent to Chimbote hmm. to work to alleviate the suffering there for the WHO, the World Health Organization. And our local partner was the Diocese of Chimbote, and my office was in the Catholic Charities. Oh. So in awesome. those principles of the charity, you know, eradicate poverty, justice, you know, it, it empowered people. That's what we share. So, sure. And that's, it's, it's rewarding. I'm pretty sure I don't deserve it. <laughs> so many disciples that are around, you know, serving the poor, the needy, the people of God. And I don't know, it's, it's humbling too. So. Well, congratulations. That's just a, a wonderful honor and a well deserved honor. But it's so so wonderful to see your humbleness and humility mm. also in receiving that honor and that's the those are the best honorees yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely are. Thank you. so how how has your ministry impacted you personally you know have you seen changes in your own faith life or mm-hmm. well you know when you work 12 hours a day mm. very intensely i found out throughout the years if you don't have an intense time of silence and reflection, it is very hard to renew yourself mm. without it. Yes. So to me, 
people ask me that, you know, why always smiling and singing <laughs> while you're doing this and working very hard? Well, I said, each passion for me is a new encounter with Jesus. Mm. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Awesome. Wow. It's a new encounter with Jesus. So therefore, I need to renew myself every mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Yeah. You have to be new. So, and and that has been good. You know, I nights are time for silence, for reading, for the scripture, for reflection. And I need that. Mm-hmm. I need at least one hour. Well, we all need that. Yeah. And, and that's so good that you point that out because we need to constantly be refilling our cups so that we can pour our cup out for others. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And and so how do you best refill it? And it's through that prayer and that relationship so, and that quiet time with Jesus. And a lot of people who serve too, sometimes we forget why we serve. <laughs> hmm <laughs> Oh, this is not for our own glory. <laughs> right. It's not. You know, once we forget that, then pride comes, then you start to become a bureaucrat of services. And I think to avoid that, you need that silence and the prayer and the reflection and the support of a community. Yeah. It's very hard to do it alone. Mm-hmm. And, and to keep that focus that you're not giving glory to yourself, you're giving glory to God, mm-hmm. being His hands and His feet. And, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Oh. Well, yeah. Boy, we, it we reminds just... me of uh, of Mother Teresa and how she talked about how she saw Jesus in the distressing disguise of the mm-hmm. poor, and and yet there was that great need for for encountering Jesus on a daily basis because it is it's Him that they need. It's not ultimately us, right? I mean, it's it's Jesus that they need. It's just mm-hmm. we have the privilege of being a part of His ministry to His people. Yeah, yeah. And Mother Teresa, she really relied on her spiritual director mm-hmm. and and her community to help mm-hmm. her because, in the face of so much uh, crisis and um, just really horrible situations, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she needed that silent time and that spiritual renewal time as well. Definitely, no. In that change, you know, how you see humanity yeah. with the dignity that comes from mm-hmm. God right. to everyone. Right. Yeah. So, and that's what we're trying to do at the clinic in, in Chimbote. That's fantastic. To, well, to show them the love of Jesus. Huh? Well, I want to let everyone know that you're invited to join uh, for the the Caritas Award Luncheon. That's going to be on Tuesday, March 10th from 11.30 to 1 for lunch and our program at St. San Joachim Church in Fargo with the special guest Bishop John Folda as Catholic Charities of North Dakota honors Dr. Lucho Espejo for using his medical skills to help those in need and advocating for the poor. A free will offering of $15 is suggested, but not necessary. So to attend, please RSVP to dinner at catholiccharitiesnd.org. That's dinner at catholiccharitiesnd.org or call 701-235-4457 by Tuesday, March 4th. So that, again, call 701-235-4457 by March 4th. So Dr. Espejo, it's, it's just it's a treat to meet you, to be able to speak with you, you and to hear about what you've been doing uh, back in your home area. That, what, what a marvelous gift. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. and thank you so much for... Your, your life here in Fargo, too, and uniting, bridging the two communities between Fargo and Peru, uh, the Chimbote Mission. It's a fantastic, fantastic ministry, and I know a lot of people have been touched by both serving it and, uh, and you leading it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. You know, um, 
Well, thanks for joining us. Yep. And up next, we'll take a few minutes to pray for your special intentions during Prayerfully Yours. In about 15 minutes from now, Father Kyle Metzger, the Vocations Director of the Diocese of Fargo, will be here in studio, ready to take your questions during Straight Talk. So we'll give you that number now so you can get re- have it ready. It's 877-795-0122. Stay with us. Real Presence Live continues on the other side of this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 